Action. Action, guys, Monday night. You know what that means? 8 p.m. every Monday night. Novak News. Yes. Tonight you have Mr. Mark Novak. Hi, everybody. And, and his better half. Yes. <laughs> All right, so, guys, tonight we have a very exciting night for you. We did a conference on Thursday for yep. Mr. Lee Woodward, didn't we, Mark? We did. That was yeah. fun. Leadership conference, amazing, that to some of the fun. top agents in the country. Mark and I were asked to talk there. And a lot of agents were coming up and saying, hey, so how did you guys start? And it dawned on us that we don't really talk about the story of the evolution of Novak Properties. So we're going to give it to you guys tonight. Yep, that's what we're going to do, aren't we? Yep. And it's a, what a long, like, wow. <laughs> you know what's funny? Wow. So it's been 20 years, right, that we've been running Novak Properties now. Yeah. Um, I can't, it, it's gone past in the blink of an eyelid, hasn't it? Nuts. Absolutely It's nuts. crazy. 20 years ago. And being independent back yeah. then was a little bit bold. It was. Now yeah. there's a lot more independence out there, hey? Well, it's just, it, you know, it's a new thing now. The last 12 months we've seen a lot more um, people pull away from a lot of the um, the bigger corporations. I know LJ Hook is one of them and, you know, there's all these different arms where people are allowed to have individuality. That's a massive thing now. Yeah. But when we started 20 years ago, it wasn't. It was um, uh, It was esoterical. It was very left of centre. It wasn't something that was done in the industry. Well, DY had 17 agents and all the franchises were gone. So we actually yeah. couldn't take... We made approaches at that time. I think it was Bell and I think it was It was McGrath. Bell and McGrath, yeah. And then we were like, yeah, nah, at the time. And your, the your reason... Bro your brother said, what for? What? Why? Why would you do that? We're like, really? He's like, yes. Yeah. Danny was instrumental in going independent. Yeah. And, you know, the funny thing was, and we're going to tell you guys a story, and I think we should just get quite straight into it, actually. But, Mark, you were 23 yep. when we started Novak Properties, 23. Yes. Now, yes. to put that into perspective, we have a daughter who's 22, and I cannot even imagine her running a real estate office and starting her own business. It kind of all starts to come into context. But 23 years of age, yeah. you'd had a bit of a... So you were number one in New South Wales, Mark. You were working for the professionals in Harbord, now known as Freshwater. Yeah, so 17 went into, became a receptionist at First National in Motorvale. Yep. Did the banking, put signs up, ran reception, yep. a bit of leasing. 18, uh, got fired. My boss said I was too good for the job. <laughs> I actually felt good about that, but now I don't. Yeah. Um, at the time, I was like, oh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I'll see what you mean. Because you've got more potential than this son. I was like, he looked like Colonel Sanders. <laughs> And uh, then I was like, okay, okay, well, we find another job then. So I went to Nick Vacop Real Estate in property management. Mm -hmm. Nick Vacop Real Estate um, didn't people. give me a property management job. He ended up giving me an everything in the office job. And I ended up finding, weaveling my way through sales really quickly. And a um, year and a half later, I was in sales in professionals group in freshwater at the age of yeah. uh, four was I there, 18, 19, and uh, worked for a guy called Brian Amatic, worked with an incredible um, bunch of people, uh, Jeff Pickering, uh, Hilton John, and uh, we had an absolute ball terror of a run in freshwater. From oh, God, yeah. It was nuts. So that I was 90. Why. I think that was 96, 7 through to 2002. Wow. So we had... 
So, Mark, just to put it into perspective, at that stage, you were writing how much, and I, I actually can't even stand that I'm asking you this question, but just to put it into perspective in terms of GCI, so gross commission that you were writing at that age, this is just to build the picture, guys, but how, what were you writing back then? Um, I was, I would be the equivalent to one of the best in the country. I was back then. Yeah. Like that, there was 700 salespeople in the group at the time and I was number one in dollar value and volume in the group. And um, I think we worked out now the these days it would have been about 4 mil GCI. Yeah, so just for people writing. who don't know their numbers, if you, if you have an agent, and I know you don't like to talk about numbers, but if you have an agent that writes 500,000 a year in fees, yeah. they're a pretty good writer. If you have someone that does a million, they're a bit of a monster. If you have someone that two, does two million, they're they're a unicorn. There's probably there's probably only one of those in the Northern Beaches, and there's probably one. There's probably only only about six to twelve of those guys in Sydney yeah. that, are, that are prominent. You know, there's people that are writing big figures that yeah. are very private, like commercial guys and stuff like that. But yeah, so back then I was writing uh, a million a year, which was twenty years ago. So that would be four million today, given okay. your property value. So that would have been probably one of the top writers out of any network at that time. Which is incredible. In the country. It's phenomenal. 23. But what uh, you did with your money was the interesting part. And we're always talking about, and that's another good topic for another time, what yeah, agents do with their money. But um, what you did with your money was you would buy into the rent roll, so the property management no, side property, of things. Property, or you'd buy property, property so initially. For, first it was, um, uh, and for, for the young the young folk watching, um 18, I bought a property. 19, I bought my second property, kept my first property. Mm. 20, bought my first and second, bought my third property. Uh, mm. And just kept. So by the time I got to 23, I hadn't sold the property and I'd accumulated stuff along the way. And I have to say, I don't tell many people that that um, that part of, of, of my life. Mm. But, you know, like it's something that I guess it's, it's sort of, bit, you know, it's per, like um, yeah, it's a personal thing. Yeah, but okay, but so I do. If people ever wonder, they go, I don't know how, I don't know how um, you do stuff now. It was only because of those early years. Because I was living at home, um, I was saving and I was buying investment property, mm. and there was not really any lifestyle or owner occupying purchases. Um, then I met Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, hang on, we've still got a little while to go. So well, let's move on with the story. Yeah. So then you were buying into portions of the rent roll within the professionals group and you started accumulating shares within the property management division. Yeah, so the the, um, the owner of the business wanted to get out of the business and the most valuable um, commodity in a, in a real estate business is the amount of properties they have under management. So if, to put things into perspective there, most real estate offices probably run two to three hundred properties. A large office will run sort of four to five hundred properties, and the super ginormous offices are running sort of fifteen hundred, two thousand. Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. there wouldn't be many of yep. those in the northern beaches. Okay, so accumulating um, portions of the rent roll, and then things. We fast forward a little bit, and you're now yeah, so, you're now twenty three years of age. So big boss wanted to go. Big Boss went to key staff in the office and Big Boss went to an accountant and a stockbroker and Big Boss said, I want out of the rent roll, which was the only value in, yeah. in the company really. We did a deal. Okay. So then it turns pear-shaped. So I'm 21. 
then it turns pear shape and there's a fallout with you and your boss. Then who, I met you. Who's also, who's also your friend. Actually, I don't know if we've got comments up, Mark. We might then just I bring met, up some then comments. Then I met Lisa. Um, Mark met me, true story. And Mark. He was 23 Hassan, years of age. Hey, everyone. Wunderman. Good evening, everybody. Wunderman, love um, you. So, Mark, you're now, you're now 23. Yep. And you have a fallout with your boss, who's also yes. your very, very close friend at the time. Yes. And you... Over property. It was, yeah. 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 So you came in one day and you were... You after fired leave, I think you were chaperoned out. I'm fired again. And left unemployed. Unemployed. All right. So you made the decision overnight that... So I, I spoke to the shareholders in the business that own the rent roll side. So I was fired from... I never worked in property management, but I owned in property management, that yeah. part of the business. The sales side of the business, the old owner still owned. The original big, big, big boss owned it. Yeah. And we had a property dispute fallout over a property I was buying uh, and he fired me and I went to the shareholders who I owned that the, the rental side of the business. Mm -hmm. I, it's a bit confusing because there was two... There was a rental side of the business, the sales yep. side of the business. I worked in the sales, but I didn't own in the sales. I owned in the rentals. I went to the guys that owned in the rental side of the business that were that were not aligned with the big, big, big boss. Yes. That was 89.5% of those guys, and they wanted to get the hell out of there. Okay. So then with within a 48-hour period, a decision is made that the rentals side of the business is going to be pulled away from the professionals, rightfully so and legally so, and we are going to open our own real estate agency. Mark never run a real estate agency before, and no. I wasn't even working in real estate at the time. I was working for my family yes, but in a family-run business. I had no fear. No fear. So we went out that weekend, I remember, and we were scouring Pitwater Road and all around trying to work out where are we going to open this real estate office that we at that stage didn't know how to run because you'd never worked in rentals and I'd never worked in real estate. Um, and we happened to find a pie shop called... I met you. Yeah, I know, but we don't need to do, go through all of that. That's a beautiful part <laughs> of my life. So that was 2000, I met Lise. Yeah. And uh, strapping young Serbian man <laughs> of the northern beaches and eastern suburb blondie chick yeah and we met uh, around about the olympics yep true we story sort of hung, we sort of hung out together for a couple of years true story mm. so we then find um a a shop front and it's the old shakespeare's pies for any of you guys that are watching that know where that is pitwater road dy amazing location it was right in front of traffic lights Memories. so all the traffic that come through pitwater road and that's a massively busy thoroughfare had to stop at these traffic lights but the funny thing was it was a pie shop and, of course, we had just made this overnight decision that we were going to open our own real estate agency. It came, all, this, all this happened within 10 days, seven days. So from getting yeah. fired to swinging the doors open, the office was about seven to nine days. Yeah. yeah. We had no money to uh, open. No. We, we weren't expecting to open a business, but we had no money well, to I, do that at the time. I was spent because I actually owned, of that rent roll, I owned 51%. I'd spent all my money there. And spent all my money on property and um, was spent. But fortunately, one of the shareholders was a stockbroker and one of the shareholders was a successful local accountant who had cash. 
so they helped us out to be able to move into these premises but we didn't have enough money to be able to renovate them so um we had contacted all the property managers the night before we were moving office to say guys don't go to freshwater or harbord the professionals your new office surprise is going to be in pitwater road dy and it's called the novak agency which is what we called it back then yeah we decided that would be a great name. We didn't, Have even back then, name? well, even back then, Mark, 20 years ago, we definitely knew that we didn't want to look or feel like a real estate agency. That was one thing that we definitely knew. Okay. And that was, a, that was a big part of why we actually didn't go with one of the um, big brands because we just knew at that stage then, 20 years ago, guys, that we just couldn't conform. And I didn't tell my dad. Oh, that you're opening the real estate office, that's right. Because Dad would throw the handbrake up, so I didn't. <laughs> we thought we'd leave it as a surprise. Didn't tell Dad. Yep. So we opened the doors on Monday. The property managers turn up very confused. The office still looks and smells like a pie shop, and it had the waft of kebabs coming in from next door because we thought it was a good idea to rip the cool room out. We swept out the old office. We swept out the old office and absolutely stank. But we did have no, chairs no, and tables. The, the um, so all the staff that came with us, the Lisa's referring to the property management staff, um, there was keys, there was computers, uh, there was phone yes. systems. On the Saturday night, um, we went in to the old premises at 6.30 and took all of our belongings. So we wiped out a real estate agency yeah. in Freshwater and we that we owned and we moved that real estate agency with an 89.5% 80, vote. Mm. We moved that to DY and, and into the shop. Into the shop. And so we called that the Novak Agency. So we had this great whopping big rent roll, which was an amazing start. I mean, any of you agents that are that are um, on, on the show now will know that it, that's the lucrative part of the business. So it was a great head start. Um, but, you know, Mark was 23, we were young. We had no idea how to run a business. So we called over the property managers to come from the old agency. This is your new home now, guys, report there. And swung the doors open at 8.30 and by 9 o'clock they'd all left <laughs> because your ex-boss. Yeah, so that night at about, so I remember, I remember there was this fax machine. Yeah. Um, I, we used to put yellow paper in the fax machine and everyone was in there during the day. We're explaining what, you know, why, what, when, where happened. And the landlords are going bananas. They're going, where's my property been taken? And the old um, guy who didn't own any of the company, um, when people run the old phone number, the old owner, Brana, said, they've taken it. They've stolen the company. So all these people walking into the office going bananas, going, you deliver our keys back to Freshwater. We're going, no, 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 we bought the company. Here's the sales contract from two years ago. So it was this big arm wrestle. And then what actually happened was, he, he poached all those staff and said, mate, I'm going to shut these guys down within 24 hours, seven days, uh, resign, I'll give you a cash up front payment. So that night at 5.30, 6 o'clock, after everyone finished at Novak at 5.30, they all went to their old, yeah. the old bosses from two years prior place. They all signed a resignation. It was all filled out. And uh, we received like nine resignations at once. Yeah. So what do we do? We called Julia Ross personnel and um, said we need four temps in here and uh, we need them here tomorrow. We need them here indefinitely. So we ended up getting all these temps in and we said, all you guys have got to do is answer the phones 
But the funny thing is we didn't even have a phone system and nor could we afford one. So we decided it'd be a good idea to get a mobile phone and divert it to other mobile phones in the office. And so that's kind of how it all started. We were literally flying by the seat of our pants. And then I remember four weeks in, Mark, you got your first listing. Yep. You got your first listing. And it was Jeff Ryan. <laughs> and then we and were Mark Corrick we were, bought Jeff Ryan's unit. Very interesting. For sale. And then we were kind of off and running from there. So then we started recruiting salespeople. Um, and the agency, even back then, guys, I think it's important to to reiterate that there was 20 years ago to open a real estate agency, first of all, at the age of 23, we were kids. And you, to were, open you a, weren't really working in the company, though. Not at that stage, you no. Were, you, I, I was embedded in my so parents, Lisa, in my family you business. You were in the family business. Yeah. You were certainly every night, so we were sort of boyfriend, girlfriend, every night Lisa was the confidant. So, and your dad. Yeah. And your mum. Yeah. Uh, amazing business people and and danny like everyone was giving yeah. really good advice absolutely without a doubt people were people were supportive but yeah. what was interesting was we even then even though we didn't have a lot of money for like you know nice furniture and stuff like that no we always knew that we just did not want to look like your typical real estate office we wanted to be able to nurture these human relationships and so we never had the office where we had Back then, 20 years ago, a lot of real estate agencies, every real estate agency, still had the photos of the properties on the windows. People would come, they'd have a look in the window and they'd walk in and inquire. And we decided that we weren't going to do that. We had the no. coffee machine in the reception area, yep. um, the reception area even then, even when we couldn't afford it, it still went. looked awesome off we and off we went. Off we went. So, you know. It looked it, brick by brick, like it was genuinely hand to mouth. Oh, a long time. People yeah. say, you know, after a year or, you know, after three years or, you know, after five years. Yeah. And I just remember, like, running cash flows. Like, it was, I reckon it was 10 years. Yeah. Before it was, not, nah, you know, before you're running the business quarter to quarter. Like, but before then, like, the first, you know, it was, it yeah. was yeah, really, it was really challenging. So, to anyone setting up their business. Um, but don't, don't, like, I'm not saying to make people feel sorry, but, you know, I'm just saying it was, it was, don't, don't feel bad because that first, yeah, genuinely, you know, we were paying, you know, bills and, and mortgages yeah. and, uh, you know, still traveling and stuff like that, but it was really tight. I reckon probably, yeah, definitely five years, probably 10 um, when it was yeah scary, so people. And I think people often look at you know people often look at maybe our business now or any other any other business and think that it all just happened like that and that you've just been oh they were lucky or you know it's been twenty years and often people don't see what's under the iceberg all the no. hard work that's gone no. into it yeah um, and the gambles and the risks that we took I mean at twenty three Mark to to be able to go out on a limb. And, and have the guts to be able to do that and be different and be an independent and not be led by anyone. You know, there's a lot of um, security in going with one of these larger brands like a Bell or like a at McGrath. That, You're at hand that time, particularly, I think, I think realestate.com.au helped us a lot, didn't it? Yeah. Like it really put a local DY agent national, uh, whereas newspapers didn't do that quite the same. So I, I think, you know, that, that, that boldness of the independent, 
is, is pretty is much mm. easier to do now than, than than what it was back then because even the newspaper wasn't huge huge not then no not at know? that not not at that stage it yeah. wasn't no definitely not and then i think you know we we decided that we were going to be really quirky and crazy we used to do some crazy we used to drive the manly daily newspaper absolutely nuts didn't we <laughs> yeah we used to drive them absolutely Sorry, nuts so um the now, we bought the with the back i reckon the cracker in the business yeah the cracker was the back page we did the back page on so the manly daily there was a lift yep. out and this was huge there was a lift out within the paper and you know you had the normal paper with the lift out which was real estate and we curiously looked at the back page of the lift out and i thought to myself you know what this, there's a 50% chance that when this real estate lift out sits on a coffee table <laughs> that it's going to be actually Novak. It's going to be, it's going to be yeah. if it faces yep. our name. There's a 50% chance it'll be the outside cover, the outside front, and there's a 50% chance it'll be outside back. So no, every agent used to get angry when they were put on the back outside. So they sort of couldn't use them unless they were doing promos. Uh, we came along and said, hey, um, guys, this is nuts. I want to buy the back page and I'll buy it for less. So I remember doing it over lunch, uh, the deal, and the with that back page, um, we got about 30% off, 40% off, and then people mm. used to go bananas because sort of six, seven, eight years later, everyone wanted that position. As the company yeah. started doing better, people like they're doing better because they're on the back page. So then we lost it. But I have to say... There's one thing about what Novak has always done. We've always pushed the boundaries and we've often been the ones that will pioneer stuff that the industry goes, they're crazy, that's nuts. Like who has a slurpy machine in an office? Who has a reception area that doesn't look like one? Who puts an antipasto bar in their, in, in their office? Yeah. Who does sells properties on social media? You know, and then three oh, years yeah. later, the industry tends to catch up I mean, I know now, Mark, even with our office, for those of you guys that are watching that don't know, fast forward and four years ago, five years ago, we purpose-built a brand new office in DY. Inspired by Apple? Correct. Inspired by European cafe feel? Yeah, definitely it was. Inspired by us. Inspired us. by us. Like we really that wanted was... something that was the heart and soul of yeah. who we are. Yeah, yeah. And so we built a six-metre antipasto bar and we serve all of our clients um, antipasto as soon as they walk in. Of course, we've got coffee, beautiful big coffee machine, indoor garden, um, huge 10-metre billboard, and it's just a, an, an amazing space. But when we purpose-built that five years ago, people were like, what are they doing? Like, how ridiculous is that office? And now slowly yeah. you're seeing all these other real estate agencies opening oh, up that are spin-offs. Yeah, massive. I know Love Realty. I heard Tom Panos mention them last night. We know Steve Cromarty. Um, I know Steve did a spin-off of Novak. Um, I know Upstate, or another local agency in DY, yeah. they did a spin-off of, of our office. All after. All after. All after. Um, and I, if, like, it was one of those things that, I don't know, like it, it felt right though, didn't it? All that stuff we did. So Always has. I remember even just costing stuff up like the billboard in the office was, you know, such an expensive billboard to buy, a digital dis display, but it, 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 it's probably seven or eight metres by three metres. It's a big digital display in the front of the office. And when we were building the office, people were going, like, why? it's nuts. It's nuts. And I'm thinking to myself, if this billboard lasts for five years, divide it up over five yeah. years, it's actually, it's, it's, it's a thousand bucks a week. 
Um, and then it was like 2000, whatever it is. But, you know, it was like this is real premium marketing. There's, yeah. there's, there's 50,000 cars a day, 60,000 cars a day going, you know, why wouldn't you? There's a lot of stuff that we did that was like, of course, why wouldn't you? And only as time's moved on, it's like, yeah, it's natural. So coffee in a business, when we were doing coffee in a business, was yeah. nuts. Um, and there's you know, always been a rationale. I mean, you know, a lot of people have often said to us, like, didn't, you know, you're not scared to do something differently. The reality is, and I, I you know, I often use this quote, it's a Walt Disney quote, quote, if you're crazy enough to dream it, you're crazy enough to do it. Mm-hmm. You've got to back yourself with this kind of stuff. Never second guess yourself. And even with the social media that we do, you know, there was a lot of noise in the industry about that three years ago. Industry is slowly catching up. But, you know, there was never a time when I was like, is this crazy? Like, you know, like with our auntie pasto bar, you know, you never say, you know, don't second guess yourself. If you have got the, the, the balls to do this stuff, back yourself on it back yourself on it that's what pioneers do well even like buying businesses we went through a big big period where we bought a lot of other businesses and integrated them snapped them into our own business and that was that was an insatiable appetite very ballsy very risky paid commercial paid is another one mark that's another that's another yeah. arm that we brought into novak so we rebranded um about oh gosh probably 10 years ago now from the novak agency to Novak Properties, and the reason was we wanted a name that would actually be an umbrella, an umbrella brand for other arms of the business, like off the plan, like commercial. And commercial was another thing, Mark, that you saw that was just yeah, and, and I think a I bit think, of a dinosaur. Yeah, you know the problem with commercial when we got into commercial was, believe it or not, like it was one photo. Don't put the address and don't put the yeah. price. <laughs> One photo online, don't put the address, don't put the price, don't put a floor plan. And we're selling a $700,000 factory at the time and then we're selling a $300,000 unit, which is a one-bedroom unit, that the marketing trumps the, yeah. the factory. So we're like, hang on a sec, why can't we just adopt these marketing principles that we've learned from residential and push them over to commercial? People loved it. So we they built did. up an animal And the times that we operated as well, you know, there's been so many things, but... Commercial was ordinarily a nine to five, Monday to Friday. If you couldn't see the property then, it was too bad. Yeah. And then we were like, we'll show you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Yep. So we really changed that up as well. And then our whole, you know, just the whole model, that 24, we, 24, 7, we, we never sleep. We always, that, that's a good one. We, we never we, sleep. We never sleep has been a motto our whole time. Yeah. And people have always challenged. I actually don't think we do. <laughs> I think that's true. You do? <laughs> No, I think it's true that we yeah, don't sleep. We work hard. But people always um, have also really been tickled or tr- intrigued by the whole We Never Sleep campaign yeah. um, the, or ethos that we've, we've lived by. And one thing is, is, you know, when you've got five people in your business or three or 40 or 50, you can work at different hours to cover each other's bases throughout those hours. So we truly have operated whenever people needed us to be available because we've had a team environment all the time. It's never been a one-man band or attitude within the business. So, you know, I I think people said, well, I'm going to call you at 3 o'clock in the morning. I I hear that every day from people. and (laughs) Someone will answer. Yeah, but my point is that no one ever does call us at 3 in the morning. Yeah. But everyone thinks they can call us at 3 in the morning. That's That's very powerful. That's really powerful. What that says 
to people paying your paycheck and your wage, which yeah. is your customers, it says I'm willing to work for you and, and push for you and, uh, and sweat for you. It's doing done things, really, really well. Doing doing things that work for the people. So, you know, that's uh, it, it's been a really, it's been an awesome journey. It's not over yet. I feel like we've only just begun, even though we're 20 yeah. years in. I really do I'm like this. 44? Pardon? I was told someone I was 44 today. You're and then turning. I said, no, I'm 43. You're turning 45 this year. That's cute. I know. He doesn't know how it, see what happens when they get old. They forget that how old they are. sucks. <laughs> I said, no, no, I'm pretty sure. I'm, no, I said, and I went, no, I'm turning 45. <laughs> no, nah, it's 44. No, nah, it's 45. 45. Um, we're so, you know, like, I feel like the next, the next, certainly it's, we're get, it's, you know, it's. I feel like we're only just starting. Yeah, I really do. Yeah. But we're starting on a, on a, uh, with beautiful people in the business and yeah. um, something that, I mo that I love most about what I personally do um, is the people. Um, past, present and future. Like the amount of um, people that we've got to help and the amount of people that have helped us, mm-hmm. um, you know, Barbara Pierce. Yeah. Um, oh, we've had you some know, amazing like we've had some, people. We you know, continue to have amazing people. Like just yeah. some incredible people in the business. Yeah. And you understand you don't, you, you know, you nothing's forever, but that's been the, the best part of the business. I think helping helping people like one-on-one crew and then, yeah. and then, and then ramping out to your customers and helping those guys one-on-one, that has been so cool. Absolutely. Um, it's been yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I agree with done. that. They don't have any questions. All right. That's it, guys. So we just wanted to really share with you a little bit of Novak journey. We do get asked a lot, and I feel like we just don't document it enough. Um, so that's our story. You know, we didn't just come out of nowhere. I think for me personally, you know, I'll often talk about how I've been in sales for three years. I think people think Novak's just been around for three years, but we've been around a much longer time than that. And in many respects, I feel like we've really grown up with the business as well. But I think we're only halfway through our journey. I think we've got a long way to go. The best we'll keep it is, is yet to come. Yet to come. The best is yet to come. Watch this space. Uh, we're going to blow up real estate and have a hell of a lot of fun um, with it. So um, with our customers, with our crew, uh, we've just begun. Can't wait. Definitely. See you guys. Have a great week, everyone. Love you.